For as long as I can remember, I have had a passion for helping others live into their potential. My goal is to share some practical knowledge from the world of performance psychology and wisdom from my own experiences to bring personal growth to you right where you are. Come on in. I'm Kayla, the coach next door. Hello and welcome. This is Kayla, the coach next door. And today we're going to do our deeper dive into gratitude. So hopefully you heard my interview with Anya the other day speaking about gratitude. And she had some really great tangible tips on how to incorporate gratitude into your life. So if you haven't listened, go back and check that out. Because what I'm going to be talking about today is more having to do with why gratitude positively impacts and how gratitude positively impacts your life from a scientific perspective. So here are five things that science says about gratitude. Number one is that gratitude has a huge impact huge impact on overall happiness and positivity. At the very core of why this is, at a very scientific level, it all has to do with dopamine release. So when you do something out of gratitude or you think about being grateful for something, your brain reacts by releasing dopamine. Biology 101, dopamine is a neurotransmitter that primarily is associated with the feeling of pleasure in the brain. So then inherently, it would make sense that the more dopamine that is being released, the greater amount of happiness that one might experience purely from a biological perspective. It has also been said that it is physiologically impossible for your brain to handle both feelings of gratitude simultaneously as feelings of negative emotions like fear, anger, and envy, which means by default, if you are having feelings of gratitude, you would not at the same time be able to have those negative feelings. And the last thing that I want to say about the amount of happiness and positivity that gratitude can provide to somebody has to do with how happiness is seen to be attributed within a person. So let me break this down. About 50% of happiness is said to be attributed to your set point or how you are biologically dispositioned to feel happiness. Now, think about this as a neutral state. So you really are not feeling any super wide degree of change in happiness. It is your predisposed neutral state. 
Then about 10% of the remaining 50% is attributed to external factors, which is a little different than what we typically would assume are contributing to our happiness. So only about 10% of things like your income level, your job, your uh, geographic location, things like that contribute to your overall happiness. And that leaves about 40%. So 40% is what is able to be modified by your behavior and your chosen attitude. What this means is realistically accumulating more things, changing your location, marrying someone, having a baby. Those are all external ways to modify your happiness one way or another, I suppose. But that only comprises, again, of 10%. So really, it's more beneficial to focus on your thoughts and your actions that can have an impact on how you perceive those external circumstances. And one of the most salient ways to do that is with a gratitude practice. On to our second point. Gratitude has been shown to help fight off entitlement. Now, there are lots of researchers who say gratitude and entitlement are opposites of each other. And uh, what I found really interesting from Dr. Edmonds at UC Davis is that he found that more so than any other thing that parents could be afraid of for their children, two-thirds of parents are worried that their children will become entitled. Two-thirds. That is a lot of those parents who are worried about their children becoming entitled. Wow. So the great news about that is that parents... And adults in children's lives can have a positive influence on fighting off entitlement with incorporating gratitude practice into their everyday lives. In fact, they have seen that children with higher levels of gratitude, and by children I mean uh, young adults, I guess, more so like middle school and high school students, but if they have been practicing gratitude through their childhood, they are likely to show higher levels in middle school and high school of contribution to the community, generosity, and are better socially integrated with their peers. Who wouldn't want their kids to have those qualities? The good news is because gratitude is kind of a challenging concept for many, especially young children to comprehend. There are little things that uh, this study says will help with increasing gratitude in especially younger children. Things that I know a lot of parents already are enforcing and might not even realize are having a positive impact. So having kids say please and thank you, having them write thank you notes and explaining why it's important to write a thank you note when they receive a present. 
but also things like modeling gratitude can have a positive impact when your kids will see the ways that gratitude can be incorporated into everyday life. They're more likely to adopt those habits as well. On to number three, decreasing burnout. So burnout has become just like gratitude, kind of a buzzword here in the last about year or two, uh, especially when the ICD came out with a uh, occupational burnout diagnosis. It really started to have not just researchers, but lay people in employee wellness start to look at how can we help decrease burnout, especially in the workplace. And uh, Dr. Saxton from Duke University has been leading some of the research on this, especially with healthcare workers, but um, it more broadly generalizes to having a gratitude practice Again, as simple as some of those things that Anya and I discussed the other day, journaling, um, expressing gratitude to others through a letter or phone call, things that simple are also said to increase resilience in the workplace and subsequently decrease burnout in the workplace. This next point, point number four, Anya remarked on when we interviewed the other day, it is that gratitude will help you sleep better. Now, my husband was a little bit, he says not skeptical, but I think skeptical or wanted to know the why behind this one. He was a little curious as to how gratitude can truly help you sleep better, I think, because that's something that he's hoping to achieve. So that led me to do a little bit of digging and what it really comes down to is that people who are more grateful and have more gratitude throughout the day are overall more positive thinkers. So their pre-sleep cognitions are going to be more positive than someone who is not practicing gratitude regularly. It really comes down to if you are thinking positively right before you go to bed versus if you're thinking negatively right before you go to bed. It's the same thing as why it's said to um, limit your screen time before bed or at the very least not watch um, scary or upsetting television right before bed. Things like that are also tied to having better sleep quality for the same reason. It's what you're thinking about right before you go to sleep that will dictate how well, will dictate the quality of your sleep. And finally, number five, this is a fun one. So sharing your gratitude with somebody else also helps spread those positive effects to those you are sharing gratitude with. So you don't only reap the benefit of having increased happiness, but the person that you're expressing the gratitude towards also gets that benefit. What a great gift to give. So next time you are feeling grateful for someone, make sure you let them know because that is also going to have a positive impact on their day. So those are your five tips. I want to 
kind of wrap up with a caveat that I want to make sure to express that having gratitude is different from blindly accepting the position that you're in. Now, what I mean by that is I want to give the example of if you are, let's say, unemployed right now, it is absolutely beneficial to be grateful for the things that you do have, to be grateful for the time that you get to maybe spend with family, the time that you get to work on things that you love. However, that does not give you the permission to not try to change the condition for which you're in. So again, I just want to make the point that being grateful does not mean that you are not still driving for success or for accomplishing goals or anything like that. It is simply a way of reframing your focus from the negative to the positive. And that's it. Those are my five things that science says about gratitude. And again, those are that gratitude has a huge impact on overall happiness and positivity. It can help off help. It can help fight off entitlement. It can decrease burnout. It will help you sleep better and that sharing your gratitude with others spreads the effects to them as well. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. And again, I'm Kayla, your coach next door. We'll see you next time.